Welcome to this exploration of an exciting and potentially revolutionary new propulsion concept that may help accelerate our journey to the stars. Please join us as we discuss scientific concepts in this forum we call Jets in Space. Welcome back to Jets in Space. This is episode 15, Naval IAP. And I'm your host, um, Alfred Belen. As we further discuss our propulsion concept, internal atmospheric propulsion. In the last episode, we talked with our intern, uh, Bouchon, in regards to our open foam simulations and how excited we were on getting so close to proof of concept, which will propel us, pun intended, toward um, higher levels in regards to our research. And just as a kind of a side episode today, we're, we're looking at naval applications for IAP. The U.S. Navy and, and navies in general are very experienced with with water propulsion, with the propellers and things like and things like that and such. And the good thing about the the U.S. Navy and other navies is they are very competent and highly versed in in nuclear propulsion. Uh, one of the recent articles I read on LinkedIn talked about the high electrical power needs for a ducted fan and the naval engineers are already well aware of electrical needs in regards to propulsion in the water. I think if our prototypes are to achieve sustainability, we might need to use a nuclear propulsion in the future as a way of producing that electricity, which will turn um, the fan blades to provide the thrust. In addition, one of my um, favorite movies of a military nature is The Hunt for Red October. And if you haven't um, read the book or seen the movie by Tom Clancy, highly recommended. The One of the main focuses of the movie is the concept of, of silent propulsion. Actually, the, the submarine service is sometimes called the silent service because um, when it, the submarine is traveling underwater, it's very hard to detect that vessel under the water. And that's why they call it the, the silent service. But one of the, the premises of the movie in The Hunt for Red October is that the propulsion system was unique in that it didn't use a propeller. It actually used what the the term I believe in the movie is called uh, magneto-hydrodynamic propulsion. And uh, the concept there, and I'm not really sure if it's an actual thing in engineering, but supposedly it's the use of electromagnetism to compress the water like a jet engine is the way to describe it. So in some ways, IAP is is similar to that. But I think that if IAP could be used underwater, it could be even more silent than, than this theoretical magneto-hydrodynamic propulsion in that there is no propeller, but there is actually no interaction with the outside environment at all. So that could be a form of even more, more silent propulsion, so to speak. Another good thing about... Um, naval research would be that sometimes um, NASA, the the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, uses neutral buoyancy. They do a lot of underwater experiments to take the make use of the, the near zero gravity like conditions underwater. So 
I feel that um, if we were to have some prototypes that could be used in like a shallow underwater kind of scenario, it might also be a great way of testing future prototypes in regards to the strength of the airtight container, calculating thrust to weight ratio underneath the water, and, and if this propulsion system can be used by, um, by navies, that would be just a great secondary use of our technology. Again, the primary use we feel is needs to be propulsion in outer space as the, the main focus of our, of our project and our company is to kind of reduce cost for long-term logistical transportation of materials in the vacuum of space. However, there could be also a, a good use for the system of propulsion underwater, and I, we would not be opposed to that. So just taking a look at that, we're hoping that as we continue with proof of concept experimentations, uh, we're hoping to get some support possibly even from the naval community in regards to furthering inter internal atmospheric propulsion. So as part of my research into this episode, I did some online research in regards to like underwater speed records and such. And um, I found on Google that there is a, a Russian rocket-powered supercavitating torpedo, which reportedly um, reached speeds of 200 knots or approximately 230 miles per hour underwater. And I was just looking at the, what the supercavitating concept was. And I will add this to the show notes in regards to um, images I pulled off of, off of Google. But it's an interesting concept. The cavitator is, is a device that actually uh, kind of projects uh, like a bubble of gas to the front of the torpedo. And then, and then the torpedo is actually traveling through this pocket of air underwater. So that's the... That the interesting kind of concept in regards to um, reaching higher speeds underwater is actually you you make a bubble of air and then you you make the the device travel in that pocket of air underwater. So that is the pretty much like an air cavity, and I think that's why they they call it the super cavitating. But this is something we are not going to use. Um, I'm kind of curious what speeds we might be able to get underwater without a cavitator. I believe. Um, submarines uh, as an estimate reach maybe 30 plus knots under underwater which isn't a great speed and then just looking at the the type of propulsion we have with with turbofan engines in atmosphere you know we're reaching up to to 600 miles per hour with uh, the turbofan engine in like a normal atmospheric condition i'm not really sure with the amount of thrust produced by a turbofan engine underwater what types of speeds we might achieve, but who knows, maybe with IAP, we could achieve some type of underwater speed record, um, you know, without the use of, of a cavitator. All right. Well, that's it for episode 15. Um, this was a little bit of a shorter episode, but um, like I said, the, the naval applications of IAP are, are a secondary direction that we're looking at. The primary direction will be hopefully in the, the vacuum of space for material transport, logistic transport of materials, interplanetary. Hopefully, as we get close to our proof of concept that um, further prototype testing and further progression towards a usable system uh, will be achieved sooner rather than later. You know, we're hoping to, to have proof of concept before the end of 2023. And if that happens, you know, um, the speed of the research should 
pick up quite nicely after we achieve proof of concept. So looking forward to getting to that next phase of research. And we're always looking for collaborators to help us get to that next step and those next levels. So if you are willing and able to support our research, we're happy to communicate with you. Please reach out to us um, via the links on uh, the podcast and LinkedIn and hope to see you in the future. Thank you for listening to this latest episode of Jets in Space. There are numerous ways that you can help us out. Number one, you can subscribe to this podcast. Number two, you can check out our website, bellinaerospace.com. Number three, you can make a prototype IAP model at home. Number four, you can support us financially on Patreon at Patreon backslash Jets in Space. Number five, tell your friends about us and send them to this podcast and our website. Number six, if you have friends and or family who work in the aerospace industry, talk to them about this concept and ask them to check out our materials as well. Number seven, help us find companies who make airtight containers, turbine engines, electric motors, and any manufacturers who may be able to help us move IAP forward. Number eight, I would love to interview aerospace engineers, aerospace enthusiasts, officials at NASA, SpaceX, anyone who can help us move our project forward. Number nine, if you know any investors, venture capitalists, sharks from the shark tank, please send them our way. We will be happy to let them invest in this project. And finally, number 10, as a Catholic Christian, I would also personally greatly appreciate your prayers for this endeavor. Until the next episode, let's dream of the stars.